VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. It's Ashley. Lauren. Naz, Lauren, you sound so sad. <laughs> She's in total bitch mode right now. She said she just woke just, up on the wrong side of the bed. Nothing happened. I just feel like murdering everyone. <laughs> I feel, I was just telling them guys, I feel the same exact way. Like for some reason, my PMS, I get so irritable, but in quarantine, it's 10 times worse. I don't know why. Like I'm just yelling at my dad all the time. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. So, so you guys, the first half of this podcast is going to be a ram catch up and the next half is going to be um our interview with dylan from tiger king <laughs> dylan passage who is joe exotic aka tiger king's current fourth husband current fourth was, husband. if you guys watched it which if you didn't you live in a box because half the world watched the show but he was in like the final episode but we'll ask him a bunch of questions yeah. at that like I know that Netflix never reveals their numbers, right? But I actually let me pull it up because I think they released it for this just because it was so crazy. I wonder why it's probably was like fifty-six a... million. I want to say it's in the fifties, fifty something millions. What right? do you guys think it is? I'm, I'm wagering at fifty something. I don't million. know. I have. I don't even know how many people watch like the normal Bachelor. So the I Bachelor don't know. ratings are normally like seven million. Okay, so Netflix, according to EW.com. Netflix's Tiger King clawed 34 million in 10 days. Holy wow. moly. So I'm probably pretty accurate. Yeah, you're always accurate. God, you're so good at everything. <laughs> so weird. I am oh. weird about guesstimating. I'll you're say that. So good. I just finished, I finally finished my first book in quarantine. I'm so proud of myself. I like reading again. Moonwalking with Einstein, which I told you guys about, which is about memory. And like mm, every yeah. page, I'm like, oh, Ashley, like so easily remember. Like I'm so envious oh. of your memory. Thank you. Of, well, of birthdays and and release dates. Well, stuff. according to This Is Us, I may have early set Alzheimer's because I have lost my phone. I'm I'm being sarcastic because This Is Us oh. uses the worst example of memory loss because you know Mandy <laughs> Moore can't find her phone around the house, yeah. and it's like. I can't find my phone. I lose my phone 15 times around this house. Wait, that's that's really bad writing, actually, on their part. I know. Everyone loses their phone. Do you have my time to be like, could you call my phone? Like, I don't know. The book really literally bad. says, like, this guy, I'm not going to give it away, but he makes it to the USA Memory Championships, but he states that, like, still to this day, the average person will forget why they opened the refrigerator door. Like, it's yeah. not... That's not Alzheimer's. It's like the one bad time that this is us couldn't write yes yeah, because i love like, legit yeah i lose my phone all over this house because like i'll be like walking from one room to the other and i'll randomly like put it on one of my like the freaking wall tables you know because there's like a table everywhere in this house i'll put yeah. it on the piano whatever boring um <laughs> but i have a long list of i don't get it so that we can debate before we get dylan passage on so the first one is a conversation i was an argument I was just having with my mom before we hit record on this. So I made my dad some uh, cheeseburgers yesterday. And of course I gave him a really soft potato bun and he loved it. And then my mom was like, I'll, I can make you the cheeseburgers again tonight. And he's like, I couldn't want Ashley to make them because I don't think you're going to make them the same. And I tell my mom exactly how to make it. Cause I was like, I'm going to be recording the podcast when dad gets home, can't make them. And I see that she has the potato buns, the soft, beautiful, pillowy potato buns Ooh. in the toaster oven. She's about to toast them for a cheeseburger. And I go, Mom, no, 
you don't put, you don't want a crunchy cheeseburger bun. And she goes, yes, you do. This is the way I make my cheeseburgers. And she's like, and I see on the Food Network, they always grill the they bun. They just put the bottom on the grill for like five seconds. To make it warm, not crispy, and to like get some oils on it. I will say as a, as a new cheeseburger savant, I, I am not as high as you are. Because you've eaten yeah. way more cheeseburgers than me, but in this new cheeseburger every weekend that I've been diving into, yeah. I will say cheeseburgers that are soft bread, but the edges of the bread oh, the are ed- crispy. Oh, the edges are the perfect cheeseburger. So, do you think that's what your mom was trying? I'm thinking that the edges of the meat you want crispy. You want the whole. Well, to me, oh, I want you the want whole the crispy outside. Crispy. But I want like the edges of the bun, like in burgers never say die in LA. Like the edge is crispy, but the middle's fluffy, and so when I Oh, it's like it's. I so, don't know if I want. I can't even imagine bread. just an outside crispy bun. Well, like what do you think? No, about I'm the, you're all about, about the soft. soft. Yeah, all about the soft. Yeah. Yeah, I got you guys. Love the Shake Shack, the egg, the yeah. sort mm-hmm. of like softy, smushy, like kind yeah. of. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want it to be smushy. I want it to melt together all of it. But I don't was want- your mom? Was your mom trying to make like a panini? <laughs> she likes when they no, crunch. Exactly. She like wants a crunch. She wants it to make like a tuna melt. That's weird. No, yuck. Mom, okay. you're wrong. Okay, so that's Basically, number one. Basically, mom's wrong. Another thing that <laughs> pertains <laughs> another thing that pertains to dad and food this week is my dad was funny. So they gave him Chick-fil-A sandwiches. They had like a big Chick-fil-A layout at the hospital this week for the doctors. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time he ever had a Chick-fil-A sandwich. So on Sunday... Like a chicken like, sandwich? Yeah, a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Yeah, you know, like uh, he's never had anything from Chick Fil A before. Oh my god! Yeah. So then, after having that sandwich, he was like, "Oh, that was really good. I really want to try the Popeye sandwich now and do the taste test." So like, it was really cute that my dad like wanted to do the challenge, and I'm like, "Oh my god, dad, this is awesome!" Because I want to do the most challenge. we've ever had in common. No, dad yeah, and I have. Like- um, my dad and I have everything in common, so that's not true. But uh, so he loves diners, drive-ins, and dives. Like he watches the Travel Channel, the Food Network, to just like relax. Mm-hmm. So he's like, "Let's get Popeyes tonight." And Why are you we'll saying Popeyes? It. So weird. He goes, Pop- Popeyes. "Popeyes, it's Popeyes." What do you say, Daz? Popeyes. Yeah, yeah, shit. I do say Popeyes. 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 <laughs> I do. I've always you said never, Popeye my whole never- life. You never said that when we when you and I drove to the one on Hollywood and Highland and tried to get it. You I think I probably Popeyes. didn't. You didn't realize. Wow. Popeyes. I've always said Popeyes. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, well, sorry. You know you're incorrect, too. I know. I am wrong. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so, so I, she's so mean today. She's okay, so, so we go through this big ordeal about order. So, of course, the Popeyes here down the road legitimately has 28 cars in the drive through especially during quarantine. But this whole this Popeyes trend is just not dying, okay? I can't hear you say Popeyes. I know. Damn it. Every, but everybody needs this sandwich, right? So yeah. we're like, well, we're not going to wait in lines. And we have the an order of six people. It was Lauren Hunt and mom and dad jared and i so we we use the popeyes popeyes app or the online ordering system because now they have an online ordering system that is very uh advanced for popeyes yes say i'm impressed exactly so it's 10 minutes away we plug in the order and then there is like multiple times where it's like lauren's account wasn't syncing with the order so we had to redo the order like three times at least online and it was a very complicated order for you know six people i know this sounds boring but we're getting there no this isn't this is fascinating because now people can actually get a hold of the sandwich remember we couldn't for exactly i know and I still haven't had it yet. And Lauren has had it and oh, says no. it's still not working. I thought you were going to give me like your opinion. Um, oh, well, no, it's, it's coming. It's coming. So what happened? So climax of the story already told. Well, Lauren and Hunter go to go pick it up and then they just drop it in your trunk, right? But then as soon as they get there and I hit submit my order because you're not supposed to submit it until you're five minutes away, yeah. it says it didn't work. And then Lauren tries on the the digital app, obviously. Digital. digital app. Fuck me. And then <laughs> she she's like, oh my God, the app's not working either. I think it's because there are too many people here. And she goes, the line is literally out onto the main road. 
Oh like through God. the drive, you know, the drive through. How many how many cars do you think there were legitimately was? 28? You actually think there was 28 cars? 28. Lauren, that's insane. Yeah, definitely. That's okay. A lot of so she's like, I don't think they're taking online orders because even when I go onto Postmates, it says cannot order on Postmates currently. Like currently overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> currently overwhelmed. So my dad is like, no, make them sit in the drive-through line. <laughs> So, but we did not. He's literally, you are him. I know. That sounds exactly like me. So now, Lauren, I want you to take over for the storytelling because this is when you were there. So then we're like, okay, can you guys sit closer together so I can see you together better? So we're like, okay, we'll get KFC, but trick him and put the sandwich and like everything on a normal plate and just hand it to him and be like, here's your Popeyes. But okay, so then we come to the kfc where ashley put in an order online our regular kfc which is like five miles up the road past popeyes okay (laughs) and then we're like okay we have an order for lauren like we have no order for lauren we like don't have any pre orders anywhere and then we're like we're at the wrong kfc so then we go to another kfc where we pick up our food we're driving on and then we realize they forgot hunter's meal so we turned around got <laughs> got his popcorn chicken which was made for a fetus it had three popcorn chickens in it and then we got home and actually like there's no sides anyways it's a big catastrophe no, no like we came when we got home we you guys we ordered 55 dollars worth of kfc for a family of six of six that's a and, shit ton of kfc well that's what it sounds like but it's probably the amount you know like it's like ten dollars a person yeah so, for six people yeah yeah I mean, that's what you'd spend at like a boston market i guess right yeah. Yeah, it's like less than six than ten dollars person. So then we she's like getting all the items out of the bags and I'm like, all the sides are gone, are not here. So they had gone back to pick up his pop popcorn chicken, but <laughs> legit left 20 extra dollars 20 dollars worth of so food we couldn't there. fool dad into eating kfc and telling him it was popeyes so now we are going on the adventure once again this We're weekend doing oh, it tomorrow. I, can't, I cannot wait oh, to get an update on next podcast <laughs> so that was a weird fast food story that i wouldn't care about if someone told me Lauren, I care. You know what? I think it's a fun story, mostly because it's like that's the kind of story that is a story that you create during quarantine. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't normally share that story, but it is like as entertaining as you're going to get in quarantine. What do you mean? Of course we would normally share that story. We've like done a whole thing on like... I agree. (laughs) It's interesting that you guys are... I'm not even like driving to fast food places like i on um sunday i got mcdonald's postmated yeah is killing it out here they are so quick i Mm. haven't waited more than like 35 minutes for anything i've ordered it's Mm. crazy you would think restaurants aren't like close super close so you might as well well no my our thing was was this we had also not tried a drive-thru yet either and we thought that ordering on the popeyes app they were gonna like just put the bag in the trunk Right. Um, because I do think that drive throughs are a little bit of a like close quarters, you know, you get a little yeah. too close. Yeah. But um, but in this case, we're like, I'm not going to not have a fresh sandwich for the challenge. <laughs> through. So, I mean, you know, the drive through is open and working. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> Quick break right now to talk about Modern Fertility. If you guys saw me on Instagram, you know that I am a fan of this company. I love Modern Fertility. They have created an easy, affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a single finger prick. Then you place it onto a little card that they give you. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you get your personalized results within 10 days. Uh, I got my results back of course, within 10 days, uh, they, you get a notification via email when they come in and then you go and check your email and then it's a little bit nerve wracking and you click the link and it has all the data that they captured from your finger prick and what that blood tells them about your fertility levels. And mine as a 32 year old, when I took it, well, 31 year old, when I took it and 32, you know, a month later talking to you, uh, was normal for my age. So phew. That's very reassuring. Um, I also heard from a friend who said that she saw my Modern Fertility ad on Instagram. She got the kit, sent it in, and got the results back. And she found out that she 
had um, less of a hormone than you'd, you'd want to have at her age of 29. And she said, thank you so much for talking about this company because I was going to put off kids for a couple more years, but now my significant other and I are thinking about moving that timeline up because because of what I found out thanks to modern fertility. It's pretty Fantastic. freaking amazing, Great right? Company. It's traditional testing. Um, this kind of traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but with modern fertility, it only costs $159 to get the same information. So if you go to modernfertility.com slash get it, you can get $20 off your test, making it only 130 you know i know it's a lot it's a lot for one of our ads to spend 139 dollars. but still this is about your health this is about your future your children so i'd say that if you have the money right now go for it try you'll get insight into how many eggs you have hormone levels any reproductive red flags and the results also go in depth as to what every hormone means and you can also talk about it one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and the options you have for next steps so right now modern fertility is offering our listeners twenty dollars off their test when you go to modernfertility.com slash get it your test is going to cost 139 dollars instead of hundreds or thousands that can cost at your doctor's office so get twenty dollars off your modern fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash get it again that is modernfertility.com slash get it I have a random, a random, I don't get it. Okay. It's not, it's not anything revolutionary. It's also a subpar mediocre quarantine story that I can contribute. But um, (laughs) while I am awaiting to, uh, to meet my suitors from Sutris, I'm obviously- you guys still email heikenetilauren at gmail.com. Yeah, everyone that's messaging, it's still going on. We just can't find guys that are, that want to be on, I guess. But um. I, re- I am really interested in talking to all them again. So maybe we just have me talk to those guys again. But anyways, I'm still dating. And so I'm, I'm meeting guys on like different apps and stuff. And there's this one guy I was talking to for like a week now. We spoke on the phone for an hour last week. And the entire... And I know a lot of people say I'm like so... Sometimes I can be really harsh. But the entire week, like after our phone conversation... He like wouldn't open up. I couldn't get to know him. And the and the conversation was so mundane. He would text me every day, which was nice. And he but would say, really, hey, how's your day going? Good was, morning. Actually, it's like a liter- small talk and surface level literally wants, makes me want to like just bulge my eyes out. And I said this. So Saturday, he like <laughs> texts me again and he's like, hey, so what's for dinner tonight? And I like, I lost it. Okay, well, I have to say, um, I am genuinely curious about ev- what everybody has for dinner. I can meet a stranger on the sidewalk and be like, what are you having but for like, dinner? But like to be like trying on, to spit game, I don't think that's appropriate. On day, I, but Ashley, like we're friends. You had the pop no, no, no. I like, get it. I get it. get to know someone that's all like you have to say. And so I was like, who in my head? I was like, who the fuck cares about the brown rice and salmon that I'm eating right now? Like he hasn't asked me one thing about getting to know myself like deeper or like just anything. And I have tried. And so finally I was like, Hey, I like, I can't do like the surface level thing anymore. It makes you want to bulge my eyes. Wait, what did you say? What did he say? After after I sent it, I was like, oh no, that was so like, that was mean. I shouldn't have said that. What if someone said that to you? What would you do? I would be so appreciative. And so guess what? He was appreciative. And he was like, oh my God, thank you for saying that. Honestly, I should have caught this. Like, can I give you, he's like, he's like, can I give you a call tomorrow? And I'm like, of course. And so I'm like, okay, like this guy, like all hope isn't lost, you know, like maybe I'll really get to know him tomorrow, which the next day was Sunday. And then he probably like prepared a philosophical speech to talk (laughs) to you about. He probably did like research on the universe. Yes, if this was your life, Lauren Iconetti, but since we were talking about Naz's, he never called Sunday. So that's- <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he got nervous. He doesn't know what Whatever. to fucking say. Anyways, that was my, I don't get it. I was well, just- Naz, I think that in this situation, you probably should reach out to him just because it was intimidating, even though it was truthful. And then, and then after that, okay. then you can let him do the thing. Okay, I'm open to that. Because he probably I thinks you don't even, he doesn't, you don't even want him to call. Probably. He probably well, I don't. If I don't, if he doesn't really want to open up, you know. Well, just, just throw him one more bone. 
Okay. Yeah, you got to throw one more bone. I'm down. I I also recognize that like I was I've been reading a lot of interesting dating articles because um obviously this pandemic is really affecting dating and like just like how when us three ramble and talk like after a certain point there really isn't much to say. Yeah. If you're not really doing anything. Right. Yet. Yeah, it's like so I don't know, what but if I didn't eating? know someone <laughs> like late, you know, you like, have like your whole past history so to true. go through. Like, like my I mom's have like 30 years of <laughs> like documented history I can like pull up. That's true. My mom's like, "Do you want to have dinner on the balcony with Jared?" It's like, "No." It's like truly I've been next to him for the past six weeks every almost waking minute there's nothing to share <laughs> nothing to sh- nothing your hair looks like a like a l'oreal model right now oh my yeah. god really thanks yeah it's super shiny it looks great thanks. i've only been washing my hair once a week great good job um, yeah i'm using this thing called waterless anyways okay um, so- i recognize i'm not a perfect person i have flaws and maybe this is one of them but yeah no was- no no you want that to get my, deep i don't not get a flaw. it Dating in quarantine is, is, it's not easy, guys. Dating was already not easy, and it's just, like, not even, it's not easier. Hmm. Harder. I'm sorry, Naz. It's okay. I'm doing great. What's your other I don't get it? Oh, this is a booyah. A booyah to you, Naz. Oh, I'm scared. Remember how this whole darn podcast started with you talking about how sprinkles don't have flavor? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have my proof now that sprinkles do have flavor. Okay, okay. how do sprinkles have flavor? Um, because that's why we all like Funfetti more than regular cake. No, Funfetti is a certain flavoring to it. No, it's just sprinkles added to vanilla. So this is what I learned. I didn't... Okay, so yeah, I... Yeah, but tweet- the vanilla, when you bite into Funfetti, it's like the vanilla that you're like, oh, mm. No, <laughs> no. So when I tweeted, I tweeted this like a month ago because, well, there's a whole other, I don't get it here, but I've been making a lot of cake. Well, we'll, we'll get there later. But um, yeah, so I wanted Funfetti, but we only had vanilla cake mix. And then Lauren goes, we'll just put the sprinkles in there. And then it's Funfetti. And I go, what? And she goes, oh yeah, <laughs> sprinkles is Funfetti. And so then I go on Twitter and I go, did Am I the only one who didn't know that that Funfetti is just sprinkles in vanilla cake? And then they're like, yeah, Ashley, you're the only one who didn't know that. Yeah, like, it's all the color dots. But yes, yeah, thousands of people DM like, responded to me being like, I can't believe that you're just learning this now. So boom, booyah, that is proof that sprinkles have flavor. Yeah, I think you're right. I can't even argue <laughs> that. <laughs> you fucking it's, win. You're thank right. You. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that makes a hundred percent sense. And <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I like want funfetti now. Okay, so then my other I don't get it is I you and I both never like cake, you know, right? Yeah. We just like don't get cake. Yeah. It's like not that we don't like the taste of it, it's just like I would never like crave it. I think that there's so many other better desserts. And ever since being in quarantine, all I want is cake. Is that weird? Why? Are you pregnant? No. Everybody, I'm so tired of people asking me if I'm pregnant. It's like so insane. It's like, I am at my parents' house for quarantine. No, Jared and I are not having sex in my parents' house. You want cake because everyone's Martha Stewart at home now baking. And so it's you, all we you watch see. Baking, I, I mean, I, I, I watch, watch Nailed It all shit. the time. And no, I I'm love... talking about Instagram and like social media. But I don't even everything. look at the cake there. I just like had a craving for plain old cake. And here's the thing that I'm thinking, Naz. You and I really, I don't love restaurant cake. It's so hit and miss. Yeah. But like a good homemade $3 birthday cake yeah. is pretty mm. You decorate it yourself. It's, you pick your frosting and your cake. It's going to be perfect. It's, yeah, it's just sweet bread. You're right. You're right. But I will take Funfetti. Funfetti is probably the only cake I'm like mm, excited to eat. But you would take like a $3 homemade cake over ice cream, cookies, and like other alternatives. Like that's well, what know. my argument is. I would never pick it first. In the past couple of weeks, I've wanted it first. And I'm not a huge ice cream person. But today I'm switching it up. I'm going to make homemade blueberry muffins and homemade <laughs> chocolate chip cake. Cook cookies. Cook cookies. Cook cookies. I used to make really good cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to doing the Mrs. Fields recipe today. 
I can't wait. Your content, Ashley, you've just been, you're, you're like on TikTok. Like you're really doing it. Wait till you see our TikTok tonight. Oh God. I don't know. I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. It's fun. I don't it's get fun. it. You, That's no. no, it's fun. It's work though. It's certainly like the hardest of all the social media platforms. Lauren, would you do it? No, she I would hates never it. do TikToks. I enjoy watching them. She loves watching them. So as you guys just heard me mention in this podcast, um, aside from the amazing show that Ashley and Lauren put together, Sutris, I've also been dating other ways. And one of those ways that I've been dating during this time has been OkCupid. First off, I'm so excited to tell you guys about OkCupid because it actually works. It is the most mentioned dating app in the New York Times wedding section. So hint, hint. <laughs> A plus B equals C. If you want to get married, uh, this, this is the one to go with. It's also because OkCupid just asks the most thoughtful questions. So it can get to know you and the type of person you're looking for, which is what I love because it honestly saves me a lot of time from mundane conversations. The more questions that you answer, the better they are at actually finding you matches that you have something in common with. So some of my favorite questions that OkCupid asks are, do you find intelligence sexier than looks? Very important to you know. You definitely I- think so. Exactly. <laughs> um, how long do you want your next relationship to last? Guys, this is such a good question. Honestly, like just write it down in your phone because it'll just let you know where that mm-hmm. person's at without having to be awkward. How do you feel about coffee dates? How do you feel about kids? It's the only app in the world that can match you on a range of issues that you actually care about from whether or not you're a cat or a dog person to how you feel about climate change. So Stop the mindless time on dating apps and go to the app where you get to choose what matters. And guess what? OkCupid is free. Human connection is more important now than ever. So with OkCupid, you can connect with someone interesting online and even plan a virtual date. Download OkCupid today to connect with someone great. That rhymed. Okay, back to the podcast. (laughs) Lauren, what are you making during quarantine? And then I need everyone's thoughts on Gigi Hadid being pregnant. Yeah. yeah, that was on my list. Somebody on Twitter said, Zane and Gigi's baby just called me ugly. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, yeah. I'm so already guys. intimidated by their child, and I have to say, I was more shocked to hear that she was pregnant over when Kylie first announced her pregnancy. Oh, absolutely. Because when I think of Kylie, like I think of her having sex. <laughs> She's like a sexual Gigi's being. Gigi's like, fine, put it in. Yeah, and, and Gigi, it's just like they've been on, they've been off, and they've been on and they've been off. And I feel like Kylie's an older soul, and she has like older siblings, and she's been famous for so long. She definitely has a certain maturity to her. And then mm-hmm. with Gigi, I feel like she's just youthful. Yeah, it's going to be hard to think of her as a mom, but I'm not super surprised. How are you not she's surprised? She's 25, yeah. and she's been with Zane, and you but know you Zane is going to trying to have a baby no no he didn't pull out once i don't is she not on birth control that was not maybe she was on birth control and it worked we know we saw we had i didn't know i was pregnant you know all right guys well moving on from gg to tiger king we got dylan on the line holy shit i'm not ready (laughs) are you guys ready i have so many questions okay wait is he tech before we start is he still technically married to tiger king we can ask him that. Oh, okay, great. I, I believe so, but... I think knows? so, too, yeah. You never know. Okay. okay. Sh- should we raise our hands for this one? I have so many I want to fire off, but I yeah, don't... Yeah, want- yeah, let's raise our hands. <laughs> Does he think that we're gross? <laughs> well, like, let's not like- do it too much. That makes the video weird. We okay, look ready? so unprofessional in this, gener- in this area, on yeah. this side. Me? Fine. No, Ashley and I, we look unprofessional. No, you look great. Jared, Lauren. Jared, Lauren. Okay, this let's go. Ready? Here we Ready? Go. go. We're recording, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Dylan! Hi, what Hello. is up? Hi, Dylan. How are you? Doing good, just getting a little workout in. You Very look incredible. Nice. Yeah, you look you really like- good. Yeah. yeah. This is your quarantine self? I'm I'm like, wow. <laughs> kind of, honest to God, I kind of let myself go. I've only had a few quarantine workouts, so it's been kind of lazy. Well, just getting tan. Same, same over here. Oh, that's good <laughs> that you're getting tan. That's nice. Um, so, Naz, you have a bajillion questions. Do you want to just start firing them off or do yeah. we want to? Okay. Let's do this. Okay. We might as well. Should we just go for it? Let's yeah. go for it. Okay. 
Did Carol do it? Who knows, honestly. I mean, everyone thinks so. It's a good possibility. It's a very sketchy situation. So, I mean, she's being investigated. So, you know, hopefully they find something. What do you think, like, deep down? Like, how do you feel about her? Like, did you not like her, like, by association? Yeah, like, is it something that they still talked about a lot? Sorry. (laughs) Was was the topic of Carol still, like, a hot conversation in your life? Because wasn't that all a couple years ago? Yeah, so, I mean, Joe got arrested, like, a couple years ago. So, it was, like... I mean, he would talk about it a lot, just like the Don situation, but he wasn't, like, didn't give me too much information on his relationship with Carol. So it was, like, just all kind of new to me as the show was released. I learned a lot more, and it's just, it's been a lot for sure, yeah. That was my next question. Was there anything in the show that you didn't know, like, new information? Yeah, so, like, just mainly about, like, Joe and Carol's relationship, how it all started, and, like, the extent of it. I knew that she was constantly suing him back and forth, but I didn't really know too many details. But Joe was just stubborn as hell and kind of egged it on, you know, until it got to the point of no return, literally. Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> have you heard from Carol since then? Because we obviously know Joe is in jail. So, like, I feel like you're sort of this line of communication. Like, you, <laughs> you've been, like, this person that everyone's, like, trying to get to. You're, like, almost like his spokesperson. Has she, like, reached out to you or, like, talked to you guys? No. So, like, I've never even spoke to Carol in my life. Um, and I'm pretty sure she wouldn't want to talk to me just because it's it's really not my business. Like, obviously, Joe's my husband and, you know, he was involved in all this. But I strictly wanted to stay out of it and, like... In our prenup that I signed, you know, it was like that I wouldn't be involved in any legal stuff. So I didn't even want to get into it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you guys got married while the documentary was being filmed, right? Yeah. How was that, getting involved in a relationship with somebody who had this huge documentary following their life? So I didn't even know the extent of it at first. I knew that Joe already had his own hired camera people that followed him around the zoo constantly. Um, but when Eric and Rebecca, the producers came to the zoo, they weren't really there very often. Like while I was there, they were maybe there like two or three times. Um, all the footage that they got was mainly from hard drives that Joe had from the camera crews following him that he had hired. So those hard drives, they, they burned most of them or we still like what we saw is what was salvaged. No, so what was burned was all the filming that the Rick Kirkham's crew did. So oh. they filmed they filmed behind Joe's own camera people that he had strictly working at the zoo following him. So Rick Kirkham's footage was just what was like behind the scenes of behind the scenes. Cool. If that wow. makes sense. Okay. See, the whole time, I guess I, they said that and I should have like got that. But I guess in my head, Rick Kirkham was the camera crew. But yeah, yeah. I said that Joe had his own. Yeah, yeah so I thought that he kind of just like blended so and the, mixed it. None of like Joe's original footage was burned. Only the footage that Rick Kirkham had. Wow, Joe's Joe's honestly low-key a genius. Okay, so Dylan. He's a baddie for sure. (laughs) He's a baddie. (laughs) So Dylan, one of my favorite parts, I hope this doesn't offend you. One of my favorite parts in the documentary was the wedding footage. Um, his previous marriage of, of uh, John and Travis of John and Travis, like the three pink shirts. I haven't told Ashley and Lauren this, but I want that to be our Halloween costume. Okay. So <laughs> I need to know. I was like, Loki is the best. I need to know, like, how did Joe propose to you? And like, what was your wedding like? Yeah. It wasn't like- it like 30 days after his other husband died. No. So it was like two or three, three months after Travis passed away, which I mean, still is early as fuck, but Joe, Joe and I's relationship wasn't like a sexual thing at the beginning. It was very strictly just like companionship. Like he needed somebody there. He hates to be alone. And I mean, I was an addict at the time and, you know, he did everything to keep me away from that kind of situation. So all healthy now, all good, you know, don't even want to go back there. Um, but so like that was kind of our relationship. But that wedding is so funny because John and Travis didn't even like each other. And so Joe kisses, Joe kisses John and then Joe kisses Travis. Then he's like, 
Oh, no. <laughs> like pushes them to kiss. He's like, you have to do this too, you know? But yeah, theirs wasn't even like a legit wedding, obviously. You know, it's not legal. But when, when Joe proposed to me, I was high as balls, smoking weed in the back room, just playing my PlayStation. And he comes in and gets on his knee and just says, like, hey, you know, and what I just explained to you, like the whole companionship thing. He's like, I know you're probably not in love with me right now, but you will come to love me. And um, this is how I feel. And like, what do you think? I was like, sure, you know, let's do it. I'm in a good place. You are like saving me, basically. And, you know, you've already done a lot for me. So why not just stick it out, you know? And then, yeah, we got married. Did it, it so did sweet. it ever turn romantic or is it still I mean, more of a companionship? Eventually. I mean, right now I would say it's back to companionship. I mean, I still love Joe like unconditionally, but it's just a different situation when you've been separated for almost two years. Yeah, um, right. It's kind of hard, but like, I'm not looking for anybody romantically. I'm, I'm like strictly just like really trying to focus on myself and, work on Joe's appeal and get all the information, you know, that's, that needs to be out there. Wait, but Um, wait, but how was your wedding? Did you guys like color coordinate? Like we never got to see that. I mean, if you look on my Instagram, you'll see like, or even on Joe's Instagram, you'll see our pictures of like, I had my, my basketball hat on and remind like never, ever get a haircut in a fucking Oklahoma because <laughs> you'll they, feel like joe <laughs> it was horrible and the photographer kept saying can you take your hat off i was like no i'm not taking my hat off <laughs> 30 fucking times she's like well it's a wedding like you should have your your hat off i'm like no like i'm keeping it on don't ask me again or else you're fucking fired goodbye like <laughs> this is my wedding this is my wedding but no so we went to turner falls in oklahoma it was about like 30 minutes from the zoo and we got married at a waterfall and it was just joe and i travis's mom oh yeah and- we saw that we saw that footage and Anne, yeah. So that was it. Was it weird to have Travis's mom there? See, and so, like, it, this is, like, the kind of confusing thing. Um, Travis's mom, you know, in the documentary says that she felt weird and everything. But every time I'd see her, she's like, you remind me so much of Travis. Like, you make Joe so happy. I'm so glad you're here. And, like, hugs me. And, you know, she was very sweet the whole time. So it was, like, kind of, I was taken aback watching it. And I was like, wow, like, if she really felt like that, she should have been honest about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Joe didn't just abandon her either. Whenever we got married, she was at the zoo literally every week. Like, oh. and Joe was Joe was taking care of her still at the time. So, is your relationship with Joe your first relationship with a man? No, no. I was in before I met Joe. I was in one long term relationship with the same dude for three years. Um, just like my sophomore year of college to my senior year. And and we broke up, and then that's when I started doing Xanax really bad, and I was just super depressed in a really bad place, and I was just kind of taking them to forget the day, you know? Wow. So yeah. in the documentary, they make it seem like Joe is, like, supplying you guys with drugs, like, the husbands with drugs to, like, keep you around, but on your end, it kind of sounds like he was doing the opposite. Yeah, and see, that's what, it, it's kind of weird, like, when I think about it, because even Joe admits it, you know, in his previous relationships... They were all partaking in like math and whatever else. But with me, it was never like that. He did everything to keep me away from that kind of situation. And I mean, he had strict rules on the park, like no weed whatsoever. I mean, no, no drugs whatsoever. I mm-hmm. smoked a lot of weed and like his employees, they obviously smoked weed too. But um, yeah, so he did it like he made it a really big effort to like not have me involved in anything like that or around it. Okay, that's, that's amazing. Nice. Um what do you, th- okay, so you obviously brought up Oklahoma and haircut. So what do you think of Joe's haircut? That damn mullet. That's what I think about it. <laughs> he looks like Joe Dirt. <laughs> It'd be one thing if it wasn't bleached, but he's not bleached anymore, right? Because he's in prison. So it's all grown out. <laughs> See, I don't, un- I have no idea because his hair is staying blonde, but I know he Stop. bleached it. Yeah, it stays I guess like you can that, get your but... hands on something in there if it's that yeah, important I mean, to you. Sure, Lauren's a hairstylist. Sure. I'm a hairstylist, so like, I'm all about the bleach hair. You got to keep yeah, that up. So you don't live in Oklahoma, though, right? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> okay, yeah. I know. No shade. No shade to Oklahoma. I'm sure there's good hairstylists there. <laughs> Lauren, you should open a practice there. It seems like a there's practice. practice. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, Dylan, wait. So you don't like it then? You're not a fan. His hair? No, yeah. I mean. If if he likes it, then that's cool. That's all that matters. Um, I was. It's not something I'm like. 
ooh, a mullet. You know, like it's not like that whatsoever. But I mean, I'm not like turned off by it either. Like, but if that's how he wants to wear his hair, then that's how he can wear his hair. When yeah. was the last time you saw him? Like in person? Yeah. The day he got arrested. Oh, wow. So no visitors allowed? No, but now in his Fort Worth facility, he can have visitors. Okay. And he's there because of COVID. Yeah. But so... he, doesn't have, he doesn't have it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So that's he, yeah, he tested negative, yeah. He so just was he... sick with something else? Yeah. Got but yeah, it. he tested negative for it. But at his jail specifically, there's like over 300 cases of it. So that's why he's in his isolation. Because he also has his autoimmune disease and mm. kind of if he was around it, he's going to get sick. So, like, his blood cells, like, die quicker than they replenish. Okay. Yeah. So Even though you technically can see him at this prison, you still can't see him. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Until the, the quarantine is over and everything's cleared back up. Uh-huh. So, I feel like it it must kind of suck to have kind of your identity taken away. You're just Joe's husband at this point. So, like, who is Dylan? What are your hobbies? What do you do for work? Like, what what's going on with you? So I bartend, cool. um, you know, currently not because of the, the quarantine. Yeah. Um, but I, my favorite thing to do is like hang out with my friends and go to music festivals. And like, it's, that's just like my happy place. Like you can get away and just not really have a care in the world for anything. Nobody's going to judge you. And, you know, I, my main goal is just to make a name for myself. Like I love Joe, but I don't want to just be known forever as Joe's husband. Absolutely. Um, I want to be Dylan Passage. Yeah. Well, you are. Are you, um, can you sort of give us an update on like the last time you spoke with him and like where he's at mentally? Like, is he, I'm sure you get this question all the time, but like, is he truly loving this fame? Like, how do you think? I know he is. He doesn't, he doesn't understand to the extent of how popular he is. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, But, you know, He's he's trying to hold up there. I mean, he's in his little isolation period in the shoe, and he thinks it's like he, him being punished just because you're isolated, you know, and can't use the phone privileges as much, and it's just like very a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he so he thinks he's being attacked right now, which is like he's in a really bad place there. So, and it's all a new environment, not something he's used to. Like he was at the other jail for like over a year and a half, you know, mm-hmm. so he got accustomed to that kind of living. Um, so he's kind of like in the middle of adjusting. Right. Do you, um, I know I read an interview where you were saying that Joe would be supportive if you wanted to go and date other people. And I know you already told us that you're not even, your mind isn't even there right now. You're just working on yourself, but do you think eventually, like, are you, cause I think, what is, when is he going to get out? Like, would you want to wait? Or are you thinking one day when you are ready, I'm going to start dating? Yeah, because I you're mean, a young guy. How old are you? 24. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at some point, you know, I, I will move on and kind of find somebody. I mean, honestly, it's just it, it's a very weird situation just because it's not a focus of mine right now. So I haven't yeah. even really thought about it. But Joe, you know, he said he, he'd be supportive. And even if I did go find somebody, I would still be the, right there next to Joe and, you know, kind of being his support system and rock. Yeah. Um, I'm still rocking that really shiny wedding ring. (laughs) Thank you. Wait, let's see it. Let's see it. Beautiful. That's very nice. I love it. It's pretty. Two-tone. It is. Yeah, Joe has the matching one. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Um, But, you know, and even, like, if I do move on and find a, a partner again, they would be involved in Joe's life. But right now, we're just hoping that Joe gets out. And so. Um, how, how many years does the typical person get for what he did? Because it sounds like he got a lot of years for somebody who wasn't murdered. Yeah. (laughs) Or someone who didn't murder, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Who didn't murder. Oh, who I said who wasn't. Yeah. Well, he technically, I mean, according to the doc, he killed tigers Right? Oh. Should get put away from Which that? they gave him they gave him four years for the animal charges and then okay. I guess nine for each murder for hire charges. And I mean it was supposed to be ten per murder for hire charge. But originally they were trying to charge him with like ninety-four years or something. Huh. Mm. Yeah. So it was it was a crazy amount. 
of thing. Like he would have, he doesn't deserve to die in jail. And we have a big team of attorneys, like the biggest attorneys in Texas. There's eight of them. And, um, it's, they've got a good, good appeal coming and done a lot of investigating and they've got a a good thing and they're going to take down all the other people who helped set Joe up. Where are you currently living? You're in Oklahoma. No, no, no. I live in Pensacola, Florida. Oh, okay. So you are. Okay. The so wedding you... was in Oklahoma. Oh, okay. yeah. yes. Florida. So when yeah. was that a lion um, tattooed on your shoulder? At what point? Um, so after Joe got arrested, I moved to Denver and I got this and then my tiger with lotus flowers on here. Oh. Yeah. So were you close with the lions and tigers and bears? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I raised them for oh. a good six months. Can you tell us about like their personality traits that most people wouldn't know? Like, how is it different than a dog? <laughs> a dog or a little cat? Or a dog or a little cat? No, literally, they are called big cats for a reason because they are just like a house cat, just super sweet. And like, if you're going to treat them with respect, they're going to treat you with respect. Mm-hmm. Um, but each one has its own different personality, just like a dog would um, or any other animal. And it's it's super cool to see like how they act and how they act around other animals. And how they act with each other. Because if they don't like each other, they're going to fight. You know, and if... Like, I was never scratched, bitten, anything by any of the cats I raised. Um, You know, if they wanted to hurt you, they would hurt you. But they're just big babies. Just like a normal house cat. If you piss it off, it's going to freaking scratch the hell out of you, you know? True. Yeah. Where do you stand with, like, um, with your stance on whether or not tigers should be in zoos or not? Like, do you think zoos are a good thing or a bad thing? Um, I mean, I guess it, depending on the zoo, if the animals are being used for education and are not, you know, just staying in their tiny ass little cages, which, you know, Joe did have some tiny ass little cages. Um, but if they're used for educational purposes, then I feel like it's completely okay. If it's used for selfish reasons, then that's not okay. Um, but, you know, if... Tigers are endangered. There's only one way to keep an endangered species alive if you're not saving the their environment and ecosystem. That is breeding in captivity. And unfortunately, when they're bred in captivity, they cannot ever be released back into mm-hmm. the wild. Ugh. But that's the only way that you can keep the species alive. So is that why you'd say that what Joe did wasn't selfish? He He was selfish and he wasn't selfish because... He was doing it to help the animals. Um, and then the cubs selling was selfish. Mm-hmm. Do you yeah, think, so you like, can see both sides. obviously, you know, the documentary, it's so compelling because it sort of paints Joe as a villain, but then Carol is sort of painted as a villain too. Like, who do you think the real villain is here? And do you think anyone was portrayed unfairly or in the wrong way based off what we saw? Um, I mean, nobody in the documentary is innocent, not a single person. Um, you know, Carol's guilty in her own ways. She's a giant hypocrite and she mm-hmm. does the exact same things that Joe does. Her cage are super tiny. There's the funniest freaking video of her even on the documentary and she's like in a tiger cage tigers don't belong in cages and in the background she has this tiny ass chicken wire cage with a little tiger pacing it's unbelievable I, I remember that i was like wait is this irony in front of my yeah, face right she's now so, she's just so stupid. but whatever yeah but if i feel like everyone was portrayed very accurately um I know that they only show Joe's darker sides and maybe like a few clips of him being sensitive and sweet to people, um, which definitely played to their agenda of wanting to get Joe's wild side across. But behind the camera, Joe's just like super sweet and just like a big old baby. How uh, Joe's singing, it seemed very good on the show, but then it obviously is not his voice. Who does his vocals for his music videos? So some of the songs that Joe did, he did write himself and he did sing. Um, But then other songs were written and produced by uh, this dude named JT Barnett. And the voice of that, those songs was this dude named Vince. Um, But some of the songs were Joe and Joe has a decent voice. He's just old now and smokes like a pack of cigarettes a day. And 
is all raspy. So it's yeah. just like. I listen to so many good. of those songs after like when the documentary, you know, this is like what a month ago now I was like listening. <laughs> Naz truly thought that was his voice most of the time. I mean, I didn't no, think I didn't. twice. I, I really did are, yeah. Lauren thought I never knew I never thought that was his voice. Oh. <laughs> um is there something that is can you sort of like paint the picture of like what maybe something that like we don't know or something we've like never seen when it comes to Joe? Like obviously this is someone who ran for governor you know what i mean like is there any sort of outlandish thing that wasn't tied to tiger king that you can like share with us or like stories like maybe your favorite stories with him yeah i was gonna say like a crazy story that happened that wasn't aired um you know i mean joe and i rarely had time to ourselves i think the only time we ever had to ourselves where we weren't filming or having a camera following us was one on our honeymoon in cozumel and I have never seen Joe actually relax. He was constantly on his phone doing stuff like this. And so we went, I think it's called parasailing. It's like a boat pulls you and you're on a giant parachute kind of thing. And you're like strapped in. Mm-hmm. But there was like this giant sea turtle and Joe tried to like un- unsnatch himself so he could just go swim in this freaking sea turtle. Because he's used to like land animals, not... <laughs> he never he never gets to like leave the zoo because you have to have somebody with a USDA license on the zoo at all times or it's going to get closed. So he was rarely ever to leave the zoo. And so, you know, he was just so excited, I guess, to be in Cozumel. And like, we weren't too high off the water, maybe like 20, 30 feet. And he was like trying to unstrap himself. I was like, if you do that, I'm divorcing you right now. <laughs> so he did not no, do that. He wanted to fly out. Like, that's a deep dive. <laughs> that's a high diving board while Paris Truly <laughs> wild in every sense of the term. He's, Wait, so it was, it was Cozumel then? No, so like we, Joe, we always wanted to go to Belize. Joe had been to Belize multiple times, um, but I went to Belize in December of this past year with Anne, Joe's best friend, and Belize is freaking amazing. But Joe really wanted to go and buy a house in Belize. So uh, in the documentary, when you guys were posting from Belize, was that? Don't actually- say you guys. Don't say oh. you guys. <laughs> okay, so when, so yeah, can you clarify for us then? Joe was just like, he didn't want anybody to know where he was. And he was like, let's go to Belize. And so he was like, oh, Mexico. I was like, dude, that's fucking Florida water. Come on. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, went, I unfollowed him. I was like, I'm not following you. <laughs> I love your sass so, with him. <laughs> he was so upset. And it's like all his other husbands were like not actually gay. So he didn't know how to like react to me talking back to him. You know, like I was yeah. like, You're not gonna tell me what to do, but. We got along pretty well, so it was all good. How do you think he seduced straight men into being his husband? Well, John is definitely bisexual. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the first time I met John, he hit on me. And I was like, "Mm, step back, you have two teeth. Um, (laughs) (laughs) No, not anymore. Now he's got them veneers. Yeah, Yeah, he got them. But but Travis, he was straight. He only liked Joe. He just loved Joe because Joe really brought him out of a really dark place as well. And he was just grateful to Joe and he never wanted anything bad to happen to him. So he was like his own personal bodyguard slash husband. Crazy. Anything else? Anything else you want to say? Dylan, are you working on anything that you sort of like want to plug? And do you want to tell us like where people can find you? And um, actually, before you do that, I read that Trump mentioned that he was going to, you know, look at a pardon for Joe. Can you give us sort of an update on, like, you know, in in jail? There has been no update on the whole pardon thing. I mean, Trump said he was going to look into it. So, I mean, whatever happens, happens. But, you know, these lawyers that we have in this PI actually are pretty close, like have connections with the White House. So there could be things. I can't really speak too much on that, but there could be stuff that could be happening really soon. Interesting. Okay. And so now where can people find you and like, what are you working on and stuff? Um, I mean, you can follow me on Instagram. It's at Dillert, D-I-L-L-E-R-T underscore L-C-L-M. Or you can hit me up on Cameo. But no, there's some. Do you do Joe impersonations? No, I cannot do that. <laughs> Joe is a one of a kind person. Nobody can mimic Joe perfectly. So, but 
you have big if things you coming. Could, if you could, could you do? Could you give us one? Definitely not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you quarantined with right now? I heard a screaming child. I'm at a. I'm at a medical facility working out with my friends in the gym upstairs. Oh, okay. Got it. Didn't mention that I have a head. Yeah, no, my friend Amanda just came out of the girls' bathroom. So, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, well, we'll let you get back to your one time quarantine workout. Thank you so much. The only one. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Guys, follow Dylan. You're the best. Thanks for joining us. Thank yes, you. for sure. I appreciate it. Bye-bye, bye bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. He kind of turned my he turned my mood around. I was in a very bad mood, and he kind of brought me out of that. There you go. Just follow Dillard if you're PMSing like. That. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew how many questions we'd have for him? It's so funny. We're like, and this and that. It's funny because I obviously Tiger King's like come and gone. Like no one's really talking about it as much as they were a month ago, but. Yeah. It was, we were obviously trying to get them on for everyone listening like a while ago, but they were so busy, but we figured, you know, why not, why not have them on and get an update? I kind of feel bad that his, I, I, it seems like a lot of his time is taken up by this, but I guess there's a lot of good that can come out of it. If he's like promoting himself, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's all what you do, what he's going to do with his own fame, I suppose. Uh, I got one more. I don't get it before we leave. Okay. If you guys don't mind. Never. All right. What do you do? This Some actually joke. totally rolls over. No, it's totally rolls over from rolls over from the Dylan Joe conversation. What do you do when you prefer your partner's hair one way and they prefer <laughs> it the other way? Um Lauren, you're the perfect person. Yeah, I know. I'm you looking let at you. them wear whatever they want. Really? Jack used to like my hair up in a bun, like only. Really? Yeah. Why? If you like to see my neck. Oh, but, okay. I get guys have a good neck thing. But you wear whatever you want and you say, forget it. Really? Yeah. Because like Jerry likes my hair shorter. And I think I like my hair shorter too. But I still like want it long right now just because I need to get it out of my system, I feel like, completely. And like I want to hate it and then get okay. cut it off, right? But then, of course, I like Jared's hair shorter and he like yeah. loves this 90s. Like he feels like he's Sean Hunter or Keanu Reeves. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I just want you to look like Jared. Oh, I love long hair. I don't know how you don't love long hair. I, I do. Think- I don't like long hair. I don't love long hair on Jared. Oh, okay. I, um, whenever I'm like looking on a dating profile, obviously a lot of guys will have different haircuts, you know, in it yes. or they'll have a hat on. And so I always actually feel a little, a little bit of, I always get a little anxious as not when I go on a date, whenever I'm like, which one am I going to get? Because I really like his hair in this way. <laughs> yeah. But he probably, what if he's not rocking that hairstyle anymore? So that's a good question. I, guess. I don't know. I feel like guys don't care as much about, I mean, Jared's a sensitive guy, but yeah, like I can't, guys, I can't will, will prob- if you tell, if we told other yeah. guys like, oh, I like your hair short, they'll be like, okay, I'll keep it short. I don't fucking care. You yeah. know, mostly generalizing. So Jared's so sensitive about his hair. I don't know why. I don't know why there's a sore spot for him, <laughs> a sensitive topic, but like if he, if I try to like manipulate one, oh, one piece, strand, one he strand, wants, he like goes he like into like ninja mode. Ninja. Like, Fuck off! Wait, yeah. really? Yeah, he hates. I it thought when he I just meant when hair. someone brings it up. I didn't know when no, someone tries to touch it or brings touch it up. Anything regarding his hair, so I can't even like say. Oh whoa! Yeah, it's really weird. And then he, this is the funniest thing. I've never heard him talk in his sleep. He's never spoken in his sleep before. And last night, yeah, this is the first thing he's ever said. He goes, okay, fine, I'll cut my hair. <laughs> that was what he said, but that's because his mom and dad have been telling him to cut his hair. I haven't oh, my anything. God, that's so funny. Ash. His mom and dad, like, and every phone call was, cut your hair. <laughs> he hates it so much, it's haunting his sleep. But he likes it long. He just hates no, it. Other people. He, yeah. he hates what people think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like we can get off yet because I feel like I haven't heard from Lauren. Like, I feel like you haven't told me anything, Lauren. Yeah, like, because she's no. like, she loves picking her nose. I love picking my nose. I think when I get all the gook out, it makes it look smaller. Lauren, how, like, are you liking quarantine? 
I know this isn't much different. Um, <laughs> in your regular life. I enjoy quarantine. I just really miss my extensions. I hate it not having them in. Really? Um, you don't, you're not like enjoying sort of just giving your hair a break. Nope. I hate it. I hate every second of it. I don't care if I never feel the back of my own head again. I want them <laughs> in. I want my Botox. I don't want my eyelash extensions. And once that's fulfilled, I think I'll be fine, but I can't even look in the mirror right she now. She just feels gross, I guess. Lauren. I Aww. hate it. And Damn. I'm sorry to be nitpicky, but, you know, my hair is my thing, and I just can't stand waking up without it. I guess it's different because I'm obviously by myself. So for me, I'm like, oh, this is great. No one's seeing me, really. So I can, like, let all my natural stuff grow out and give it a break. But you're, like, seeing a bunch of people. <laughs> That's just not well, yeah, like, well, I'm saying like you, her parents, her boyfriend. Like oh, I don't know. So she's not alone. Yeah. But... That's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 The roommates too. Like I'll go downstairs and they'll be in the kitchen. I'm like, I'm gross. Hi, I'm just gross. I used to be pretty and I'm gross. Um, you can never be gross. But anyway. Actually, it's a really look- irritable day. That's yeah. all. What? Your boobs look amazing. Oh, thank you. Smell wow. Calvin Klein sports bra. Oh, I worked out four times, four days in a row. I've been working out lately. Wow. Four Are days in a row. I've been on the Peloton like a couple times. It's very challenging. I love my open fit classes. They're, oh, yeah, they're amazing. I'm going to like never have a gym again because the open fit has everything. That's so nice. Yeah. yeah you should try the open fit. Well, I've been doing four days a week on my trainer, but I don't, should I be doing more? I don't know. I'm like, should I be doing feel If you're not exhausted from it, then then... I'm not exhausted, but you know how we all are. I don't want to hate working out. Like I I want it to be manageable and a part of my life that I'm like, okay, it's time to work out now. Not like every day, but I saw Becca Tilly's Instagram and she's like, no one cares um, when you work five out. five to six days uh, out of the week. And I'm like, fuck, should I be like Becca? Like, I- no, because those usually, when you go extreme, then you then you lose it. Yeah, that's true. Because once everything gets back to normal, you're not going to be able to do those five to six. You're only going to be right, able to do Right, you're right. I'm going to stick with four and we'll just see what happens, I guess. How long have you been doing it? Because that's the other thing I like about my open fit classes is that it's like I only do the 30-minute ones yeah. because I know that sounds like nothing, but honestly... I went from zero to yeah. like 30 minute classes and I break a sweat. I feel the muscles all day. And um, I know that like it doesn't kill me enough to the point where I don't want to do it the next day. Like the next day I'm starting to actually want to do it. Honestly, in the class I'm taking at Yale, like it's scientific that it'll boost your mood and you'll be happier if you move your body at least 30 minutes a day. So even on the days I'm not working out, I like walk around my block for 30 minutes, even if it's on the same street back and forth. And then I come back and I force myself to do that. At least it's just good to move. I think it's just good to move your body because none of us are moving as much as we normally do now. Mm -hmm. But that's my, that's kind of like what I tell people, even though I don't work, like I did before this, I haven't worked out. I always just say, just move, just make it a goal to move. Because if you say, I'm going to go exercise, that sounds more intimidating so true just call it moving <laughs> hey naz did you watch um the morning show yeah i finished it right when it first came out are you watching oh you it did now? i finished yeah. it in two days you finished it already i'm so obsessed it was amazing you finished it? So I mean, I 10 10 i was shocked you weren't watching it when it came out because you know we're both journalists and i know I you know. love and it's basically matt lauer's story i will say it wasn't yeah. excellent but it was really good I thought it was really, was it out in a binge? Was it out in 10 episodes? No, it was. No. So Apple TV, when it first launched, released the first three episodes, yeah. one every week when it came oh, out. Oh, okay. So if you watched it in binge form, you yeah. would have been like, oh, it was almost excellent. There was no, like- I think I think it's really great. I just think the writing, like some of it's like, it could have been way better is what I'm saying. That last scene or two. So good. Oh, so good. Okay. Well, you guys, if you need a new show to binge, the yeah. morning show, I like it when there's just 10 episodes a season yeah. for binging reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm watching Little Fires Everywhere right now. Oh, so amazing. We already done we with that. We killed that in one day as well. Yeah. So good. got to finish it before May 1st. Everyone listening to this will be listening to this in May, but Netflix is going to be 
Lit in May. Oh, really? Yeah. So I'll just run it off real quick. So Lovebirds starring, which Ashley and Jared actually did a commercial for starring Issa Rae and Kumail Nanjiani. It's a rom-com sort of crime story. It was supposed to be released in theaters. will be on Netflix. Hollywood by Ryan Murphy. So if you like American Horror Story or The Politician, it'll be more like The Politician, but with Darren Crist. Is gonna be on. No, we love. I love Chris. a Darren Chris. So good. We love a Darren Chris moment. A lot. It is a Darren Chris moment. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since assassination of yeah, Jim, so good. And that was Ryan Murphy too. And then yeah. um, Dead to Me season two with Linda Cardellini and Chris. Oh, Have you guys watched like Dead to Me? I never yeah. watched it. Ooh. I'm so it, excited. What for is you it? Right drama now? or is it funny? What is it? It is both. I am so excited for the both of you right now. Um, James Marsden's in it. Is it oh. Debsy or Marsden? I always get them confused. Wait, um, who or who? Debsy or Marsden? Uh, well, either way, you're pretty good. Oh my god, I, you guys are going to be obsessed. You guys are going to be obsessed. You need to watch it before season two comes out. It'll take you one day. It's the okay. fastest what kind, thing. What kind of show is it? And well, how long are the episodes? Um, I forget how long the episodes are. I think it was eight. I think it was eight episodes. It's basically about this woman who um, sh- I'm trying to figure out what to say without giving it away. It's sort of a, it's a thriller, but it's also comedy. But the chemistry between these women are really good. But you're also very suspectful of one of them. One of them's husbands died. And then she randomly meets this woman in a support group, kind of like Heartbroken Anonymous, but it's like for people who are mourning people who've passed. Mm-hmm. She meets this random woman who's Linda Cardellini, and then it all goes off the rails from there. Do watch that. Okay, right. I love that. I love that. Okay, okay. You are gonna love it. You're gonna love okay. it. <laughs> all right, everyone. <laughs> all right. All right. right. Thank you guys for listening once again. Bye. 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 I don't get it. Podcast.